0: Hey everyone. Welcome back to the Call to Build podcast. Today I am very excited to have my friend Kendra LeGrand Ooh. <laughs> yes, because that is a new last name for her yes. because how many days have you been married now?
1: Um, we have been married 31 days. Oh, already? Yes. That's crazy. I know. It's flying by. It truly is. <laughs> I know. It's wild that I'm even keeping count but yeah, I just think it's funny. I love it. Yes. <laughs>
0: So we are friends and coworkers, and so I would love you to tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yes, so I am
1: an Ohio girl gone southern. Nice. So I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina about five and a half years ago, and I am a millennial. Nice. But I'm married to a Gen Z, which I just think is hilarious <laughs> in itself, but he would say he's a millennial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm newly married. Like Ashley said, I work in ministry at Proverbs 31 Ministries, and on an ev- like average day, you'll either find me talking on my phone with somebody on speaker <laughs> or in a coffee shop
0: talking to a friend. So, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what it is that you do at Proverbs.
1: Okay, so my official title is Senior Manager of the Ministry Studies Team, but for everyday lingo, what that really means is I get to help lead a team whose sole job is to create Bible study or help women learn how to study the Bible. And so I get to help create content, um, I get to help with video production, all the the fun things that go into leading a team. But it's a lot of fun to help women experience the Bible, see how it's relevant to them, and work alongside a team doing it.
0: Yeah. And she's really, really good at her job. (laughs) And you would never know this, because she'll never tell you this, but she gets to interview a lot of really cool people.
1: Yes. Yes. And it's funny you say that, because when I first started at Proverbs, I didn't know what all my job would Mm entail. And... One of the thing I do get to do is be in videos with a lot of authors. And since I don't necessarily know their like how big they are mm-hmm. and their influence, I don't necessarily get too nervous. And I think that's the Lord's protection yeah. um, to ensure that I don't geek out on camera, but it is, yeah, <laughs> it is a perk of the job for sure.
0: Do you like find out afterwards, like how big they are and then like, Oh wow. Yes.
1: So <laughs> if I don't already know, like I definitely don't research all the way with them, but mm-hmm. after the fact, once I like talk to them a little more, see the books and just the influence, I'm like, Oh, <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that so much. Okay. So a huge part of what you guys do in your ministry site or the department that you run is community. Oh, yeah. And so we wanted to talk about that today because I feel like that's been an emphasis that we've talked about a lot between you and I and just I've seen a lot in your life, Mm -hmm. Um, obviously, because it's a part of your job, but also just in the experience that I've had with you. So tell me about the importance that you've seen community have. Yeah. So especially with my job at Proverbs
1: 31, one of the things that we want to make sure that we cultivate and make sure that happens is that women know they're not alone. Mm. And so we want to give them a place to belong, whether that's on our app, or whether that's on social media or our blog, we just want to ensure that women know they're not alone. They're not studying the Bible alone. No question is a bad question. Mm. And we just want to make sure that they can have a place where they can be themselves and interact with each other in the Bible. So um, it's a huge reason to why we do what we do, because no one likes to be alone or feel yeah. alone. And yeah. so we want to create that space for them.
0: That's amazing. And like, just in case like, people aren't familiar with online yeah. Bible study, like tell us like how many people would generally do your average study?
1: Yeah. On average, we have about 35,000 people sign up wow. for a study. We do five studies a year
0: wow. and then
1: we've had up to 125,000 people do a study. Wow. Yeah. So it That's seems so like amazing. a lot, if you think about it, like a hundred thousand is like a average football stadium. Wow. And so it's wild to think that, yeah any given day we can be talking to mm. or leading over a mm. hundred thousand women and that's just like a football stadium
0: yeah <laughs> which again
1: I don't really think about all too often because I would just probably not want to yeah, talk ever again or that. Yeah, go, go to <laughs> work It'd be said so <laughs> nerve-wracking but it's it's a it's a dream job I never knew to dream
0: wow and, I love
1: that. and it's a it's a really neat thing that we get to do
0: so what have you seen the benefits of people who are participating in this kind of online community?
1: Yeah, so I've seen women be able to, um, there's, there's a lot. Because I'm thinking of the, of the comments that we see mm. or the testimonials that mm. we get. And the benefits are just either finding a friend or feeling like they're finally seen. Mm. Um, A lot of the women that we get to minister to are women who may not be able to get out to church. Mm. Now, of course, with COVID-19, that's almost everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, But before the shutdown happened, like a lot of women either couldn't get out maybe because They were unable to, Mm. or maybe they have um, anxiety or Mm. fear. And so Proverbs 31 entered into their life at a time Mm. where they didn't have anybody else. And so we just see the
0: benefit of Mm. they get to be noticed and have a place. That's amazing. And I think so many people think that, you know, I don't have this group of people around me. So therefore I can't have it. Right. And so, I mean, even if that feels like you and you're listening mm-hmm. right now, there are other options out there. There are other options. Mm. And it's
1: funny you bring that up because, and I know we'll get into this a little later, I've always prided myself on having wonderful friends mm. at each season of my life. Mm. But there was a season probably two years ago or three years ago where I felt like it wasn't going to happen for me again. Mm. Um, and I was just in a weird place where I like couldn't figure out why at 26, I guess, or 27, mm-hmm. that I didn't have a core group around me and mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what that was. So we'll get into that a little
0: bit, but okay. I finally relate to somebody who might have that same struggle. Wow. Yeah. Cause there's definitely seasons that we go through. I know like for myself, like becoming a mom mm-hmm. and you kind of lose your identity in that time because you're basically just wiping fluids a lot. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. Yeah. And <laughs> <Yeah. I've> there <laughs> heard anybody called like Describe it it's like that. You make be super excited <laughs> to be a mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's the love benefit and the cuteness and all that. Right. But there's also another side to it. A lot of politely. I think. Yeah. yeah. But you do kind of lose that. And then also, you know, trying to figure out, like, where you fit in with friends. Like, what about the friends that don't have kids and, and you do? And, you know, it's like just transitioning. And so... Right. I think it's great that, you know, Proverbs does offer this and it's a great way to find community if you're looking.
1: Yeah. And we like to say that you can do Bible study at any point of your life, like no matter what age, stage or phase you are in, Mm. that it'll fit in no matter what you're going through.
0: So yeah, that's great. Okay. So if you know Kendra in real life, she is, everyone feels like you are their best friend. (laughs) Thank you. Which has gotten me into a... Well, a lot of trouble, trouble yeah, because, like, she's, like, literally when you, let me just brag on you for a oh, minute, okay. like, when you're in her presence, she makes you feel like you're the only person that exists, oh, like, you're so sweet. you are just so, like, she's interested in you, she checks in on you, and me and our other friend, Jess, were always, like, I wish I was more like Kendra, <laughs> <laughs> but I wish I was wise, like Jess and
1: Ashley, it So I say I get into trouble because even when I used to go on dates with guys, I would be on dates for hours because I just didn't know how to shut it down because I would just continue to ask them
0: questions. So it can get me into trouble, yeah, yeah. but it's a lot of fun to um, talk with people. But yeah, with that, I mean... When I was thinking about who could have potentially come to your wedding, it, was, it could have been like millions of people. Honestly, we had a yeah, we had a
1: dream list. We did, and then because of COVID, we knocked it down quite a bit. But
0: but what has your experience in your past been like with community?
1: Yeah, so I have always when I think back to my life at like pivotal moments. So um, in high school and in college, I always had a core group of people, or at least one or two really close girlfriends in my life. And so I've been very lucky. Um, And there was like a complete shift out of college. And I think that's because, and I was listening to your podcast episode about transitions with Mm. Megan Mm -hmm. and she hit the nail on the head. She said, it's, you're you're going into like in college, if you go to college, everyone's a freshman that Mm, you come into mm -hmm, with. mm -hmm. And you're all kind of just like, Oh, you're a freshman, I'm a freshman, let's connect. Mm. And so then you like have a foundation baseline. But when you get out into the real world, you are going into a job where people are already established. Mm -hmm. And so it's much harder. Mm -hmm. But there's something about having a core group of friends, whether that's when I was in high school or college that just helped encourage you and just like have those late night talks and just Mm -hmm. add so much um goodness to life that is very very important
0: yeah so did you kind of like did you have a community group were they just friends like what was that looking like?
1: So they were just friends. So in high school, it was more of like what I was involved in. So mm-hmm. actually, I know we bonded over being cheerleaders. Yes. Yeah. So a uh, cheerleader or I was in theater. So it was all the people okay. that like, liked those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in college, it was just um, some girls I used to serve with, um, not necessarily in church, but the community that our college was in. Okay. And then, um, yeah. So just like depending on like what we enjoyed is what we
0: Oh yeah. Okay, bonded. That makes sense. Around. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so when you came into this like kind of dry season of community, was yeah. that was that like a, just a couple of years ago? Yeah, just a couple of years ago. Okay, and I was just shocked, when yeah. I was even entered into such
1: a season. <laughs> I uh, don't know why I was blindsided. I should never have been blindsided. But like, what were your thoughts during that time? My thoughts during that time were, was something wrong with me? Because it had always been very easy mm, for me to create yeah. community or have community around me. Um, And so that was a big thing I struggled with. It was like, what is wrong with me? Or like, yeah. did I change so much that maybe no longer attracted people to me? Were okay. two things that
0: I really struggled with. That's not true, but <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you for speaking life. Yes. yes. Okay, so at what point was it that you decided, like, I'm going to do something about this? So funny you should say that. God
1: speaks to me most in repetition. Mm. So what I mean by that is, um, if a verse keeps getting brought up maybe during the week, or mm-hmm. if somebody keeps saying relatively the same thing to me over and over, I like really stop and listen to that. Mm-hmm. And so there were people in my sphere that I kept hearing saying, Oh, I don't have a small group or I don't have a community or I'm mm-hmm. looking for a friend group or something. And so I saw a need that I also wanted and I thought I could fill that need. Mm. And so that's when I took a step and sent an email to a
0: group of a group of gals <laughs> that has now become uh, my community in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that is just, like we talked right before we started this about doing what God's called you to do. Yeah. And I really, I think I've said this maybe on Megan's, I don't know when I was saying this, but that sometimes calling, we like think of it as, as this huge out there right. thing. I mean, even what you do now, people probably think like, wow. Oh, but you yeah. kind of like just obey the next thing and the next thing and this is what God had for you.
1: Right. Which you know? is really neat, but you're right. I just never I never build it up in my head of like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's
0: that's my gifting Out or there. that's my mm-hmm. yeah,
1: that's a, a a call on my life. I just knew I needed it and I saw other people needed it. And I said, let's do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that actually is walking in your calling, Mm -hmm. which I think is really cool because I see you as a connector. Mm -hmm. Like you're really good at like figuring out like you guys would, you know, you should hook up with this person or whatever. And like, you're obviously an includer and you probably include a little bit too many people. that's true. (laughs) I'm working on it. So I got to counseling? Yeah. Yeah. We're all about the counseling. We are. It's so true. (laughs) But I think that's so cool that you just saw the need. Yeah. And you took the step. And I think a lot of times I included will look and see, like, I feel bad about this. Who's going to fix it? Mm -hmm. So what made you, like, decide, like, I'm going to do this? Well, I think I
1: really wanted it. Mm. Um, And I was just tired of it not working out Mm. in other ways. Like, I remember joining... Uh, a small group at my local church and it was great for a time. And then it kind of just, you know, as, as seasons go, it kind of just like fizzled out a little Mm -hmm. bit. And so I was like, I need something that's going to work for a long time, not Mm. just for a short time. And so I think I was just like over not having it. Yeah. I think it was just like a motivation of just, let's just get out there and do it.
0: Well, I'm thankful. Oh, thank you. I'm thankful too. Yeah. It's really neat. Yeah, I really, really, I think like this is the first time in my life, well, it, since probably high school, same mm-hmm. thing where it's just really like, I didn't know this was possible again in adulthood. In adulthood. Yeah. something different when, when we become an adult. There's a lot of
1: great things to adulthood, but. Yeah, Yeah. like finding a core group that you can Mm -hmm. actually be real with, and like transparent, which I'm sure we'll get into too, is just a whole new level. Yes.
0: So what are some challenges that you've seen in creating community or pushing into it? Personally,
1: my biggest challenge is... So my personality is very outgoing and very, um, I love being positive. I don't like burdening people Mm. with my problems. And so it takes me, I think I can win others over very quickly.
0: Mm. But
1: I think the longer that people are around me, the more they realize that there's more depth to me. And if I'm blocking that depth, I think people are kind of like, okay, like, I'm not getting as much Mm. out of you kind of thing. So like Mm. our friendship can't go deeper if you're not willing to take me there with you. Mm. And so I think that's my personal challenge of like, I need to open up more or I need to actually let people in. And so I'm learning what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, but like we talked about, we mentioned counseling, just, um, knowing the difference between allowing somebody to step in and carry a burden, which is like a, a maybe a big life event mm-hmm. um, or like knowing where maybe it's just yours to carry
0: like a load. Um, mm-hmm.
1: It was really important for me to decipher like bringing people into that is really important. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause I think I would be the same too. Like, I don't want to be like, they won't care,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, And but also like our friends, are very like, yeah, we do care. Right. <laughs> We're kind of aggressive. Yeah. Or like, even like if you give a prayer
1: request one week and you're like hoping no one else like brings it up and they're like, wait, but like, how is that thing? And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah I was really hoping we all forget about that. And like, I want not have to talk about it. Yeah. but that, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of when you find a good group of like, mm-hmm. no, no, they're going to hold you accountable yeah. they're gonna follow up and that's how it's going to be. So,
0: yeah. And so I think too, the the challenge for like a lot of people who I think in our culture today, it's safer to stay behind a screen. Oh, yeah. You know, um, or even if you go to a group and stay surface, mm-hmm. um, because if you start exposing things, I mean, that really makes you vulnerable. Right. And like, what if they don't like me?
1: And yeah. like for me, it's like I already won you over. So why in the world would I want to show you like a darker side of me that might make you Reject, reject. Yeah, yes, you know, and so I never understood that that's kind of like my mm. my like flow until recently, where I'm like, oh no, if they yeah. only knew like what I thought or what I did, yeah. like would they still really like me? Yeah, I, I mean, I can win you over fast, but it's like, do you want to stay around? You know?
0: Yes, and that's almost scarier. Mm-hmm. Like I think what you've found in will what I see in my husband is this thing about love that. It's seeing everything and deciding to stay, mm-hmm. but I want that in friendships too. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna show you the ugly. <laughs> what you gonna do right. with it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> hope for the best. Hold your
1: breath. Yeah, to see the
0: response. Yeah, but like, I think we're getting to a point. And I know sometimes that just takes time, right? Um, to kind of grow to that place, but to be okay. I have like the fact that you've shared like, that you struggle with doubt mm-hmm. now if I struggle with doubt I'm gonna be like right. right I am struggling with doubt or like if someone has like a dark season like of depression and I've heard that I've gone through depression then you know we can like support each other right that. and so I think like the challenge is actually letting the walls down letting sometimes. the walls down right because yeah. the enemy is very loud and saying like don't do it mm-hmm. just
1: stay behind like it's safe back here yes. Like, they're good you're you're protected which is an absolute lie because it's like once the walls come down, other people can join you, and you're yes. be better together, kind of thing. Yes. But yeah, it took a long time for that realization, and I think it's taking time, like you said, for that to be established mm-hmm. in our group. And so, if anybody's discouraged because they haven't found that yet, or maybe you just started mm-hmm. a
0: group of your own, um, it just takes time. Yeah, and don't and like press rush into it. In. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I, um, when another friend of ours sent me a meme the other day, and it said. <laughs> A good friend jumps up and down for you without knowing why they're jumping up and down. <laughs> That's funny, and I like love that because I like want friends that are like I don't know why I'm excited, but I. Yes, <laughs> if you're excited, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. And I think like that's just like love. It's sisterhood, and like that's even that like, like scripture. Sorry, I
1: don't know. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with mm. those who
0: weep.
1: Like that's exactly. Even mm-hmm. if you don't know why, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're just still on that level of like, no, no, like whatever you need, I'm going to mimic. Yeah, that just helps us feel yeah. together. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I just think like it's so life giving. Yes, like you had no idea, like, or I had no idea how much it was in the same. Right, I don't know. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> oh, you can get emotional. I'll get emotional. We'll we will live out scripture right here over this podcast. Ashley. Yes. <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay, so um, what then have you seen? Are the benefits? I mean, we kind of touched on it already.
1: The benefits. I mean even so obviously our group is centered around, um, our faith and wanting to Mm. be closer and look more like Christ, right. With every week we hope to come in there and maybe be a little more like Christ. Mm -hmm. And so the benefit is just, um, having people hold you accountable, Mm. um, which I think is huge. And I used to like, not like accountability. I'm not a goal oriented person. I like, if you ask me about a five-year plan, I don't even know. And so accountability is huge. I would also say another benefit. It's just, it's just a consistent, mm. it's, it's consistency at its finest. Mm. There's always, you know, every Wednesday we're going to get together, but also just that with the group chat, like you just know you have a place mm. and like what better life giving thing than to know you have a place of Mm -hmm. being accepted Mm -hmm. but I know that's hard for some people and Mm -hmm. I know that's not necessarily available to all people in that way and Mm -hmm. so to go back to your original thing with online community like Mm -hmm. there's so many different outlets Mm -hmm. and so sometimes it's just trying new things and taking
0: a step and see what comes from it because even like with doing stuff I've done online I can't tell you I've made some amazingly Mm -hmm. incredible friendships of people I've never met in person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's totally possible. Like i have people that I text, like let's talk about this. Can you pray for this? You know what I mean? Right. So it is It is like, it is possible, but
1: take risks with people. People are worth it. Right. They know? are worth mm-hmm. it. And then the ones that maybe don't work out. Okay. This is what I said. I used to say to dating a lot, like <laughs> every, every no is closer to a yes. Mm. And so even if that person that you took a risk on, maybe, um, didn't respond the way you wanted to. Okay. Like just church once you're able to try again, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. eventually you're going to yes. get to
0: the person that you need. You yes. Know? Yes. I totally agree with that. Okay. So what has God taught you about community through all this? Okay. God has taught me how to be, how to be real <laughs> and honest.
1: And I've had a lot of growth, um, personally from being in community, um, just seeing the benefits of, just seeing the benefits of what it's called to like Christ-like community. Mm -hmm. I was um, in, I was reading my Bible yesterday and something told me, they were like, they, oh my goodness, something told me God to go to (laughs) Daniel Mm -hmm. and read my favorite story of the Bible, Mm -hmm. which is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. And so it's about these, these three friends who the King at the time was, was, built this statue, this gold statue, and said, all right, when you hear the, this is Kendra phrasing, when you hear the flutes and the music, bow down to the statue I built. Mm-hmm. Well, they did not bow down because they believed in the one true God. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of got called in front of the king and the king said, I'm going to throw you into the fiery furnace. And what I find fascinating, so they were, well, I'll keep going with the story. They were thrown into the furnace and they were not, they they did not burn up. They came out alive and then the king decided to worship God, the one true God. Um, so it's this wonderful story of just how God protects and God provides. But I'm trying to read the Bible more with humanity mm. in it. So like remembering that everybody you read about mm. is a human and struggles with the same thing we struggle with. So we see Moses and we see Noah building an ark and we just see the end of the story like, oh, he built the ark. Great. Great job. But there had to be a lot of just doubt or questioning that went mm. along with it. So I think of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego standing in front of the king. And I just think there has to be one of them that kind of like looks to his other friends and says like are we still going to do this? Like we're still we still <laughs> feel good about what we're about to like be thrown into, right? Right. And so then the other two probably look back at the one and it's probably like no no, this is what we stand for. Like reminds them what we stand mm. for. And there's a part in scripture that it says um even if we do not come out alive, like God is still good. Mm. And so I think of like those words that was said by either Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego probably fueled them to like continue mm. on with their next step. Mm. And so I just think of like, that's what community is. Like God showed me like, mm. even when you're like scared to take the next step, like people around you will remind you why mm. you're doing what so you're doing. Good. And so yes. I think that's what God is teaching me. Like mm. pull people around you that are going to, continue to encourage you when you're calling or encourage you and keep encouraging you to pray for that thing that you've been praying about for years. Mm -hmm. And they're going to remind you why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going to see the faithfulness of God because of it, because sometimes you need friends around you to help you and encourage you along the way. So that's what God is showing me.
0: And he used Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to bring it home. Yes. That's so good. And I love it so much because I feel like we've even experienced that where, We've gone through like I don't care right now, or I don't have faith right now, mm-hmm. and we borrow each other's faith in that moment. Right. Like you might not care, but we're in for you,
1: right? Like we'll do it for you, mm-hmm. which then just carries us on into the next mm-hmm. week, and then mm-hmm. um, it's a really, it's a really neat thing to see. But we have to be bold enough to say. Mm-hmm
0: today I don't care or like today I don't
1: I'm not believing that this is actually going to work or it's not
0: possible yeah
1: um so that we can speak life into you
0: yeah that's Mm -hmm. it's so good and I love the idea of just humanizing bible characters like that
1: because can you imagine imagine. being in front of a furnace like they're like that is so hot and (laughs) just like so we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna go in huh
0: (laughs) All right, let's go. I mean, I'm like, imagining real ideas right now.
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. We'll probably have to make a real out of it. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah. But they did it. And yeah, they came out. I mean, God used the reason that they stood firm for other
0: people to bow down to him. And I think that's fascinating. Yeah. And like, like you said, like their faith strengthen each other and -hmm. then actually that we're still talking about it today right you know what I mean right crazy
1: too and like what's going to be the impact of even if Mm -hmm. you have a listener who's just joining community or maybe is looking for a friend but once you find that friend like the even the generational impact Mm -hmm. of that friendship Mm -hmm. and like the pivotal moments that are going to happen in the conversations and Mm -hmm. how it's going to like shift you towards doing something good for the kingdom Mm -hmm. I mean that's going to have an impact for a very long time
0: There's like a quote. I feel like I saw it recently, too. It was like, you become like the five people you most hang out with. Hmm. And so choose those people wisely."
1: Right. Right. Well, that's good news for me because I feel good about the The five people that you hang out with.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind being more like you guys. Yeah. But that's fascinating. Yeah. So anyways, um, if there's one thing or maybe a couple of things that you could leave as an encouragement to people who are thinking about community or desiring that in their lives? What, what would you want to share? I would say
1: like, listen first. Mm. So whether that means, um, pray, pray for what you want ask God to show you maybe the need that you see around you and how you can fill it. But you will, as you keep your ears open, I mean, God brought you, people around mm-hmm. you for a reason. And so they're probably going to say the things, um, or show you the gaps that maybe you can fill mm-hmm. that will maybe bring them, uh, bring you guys closer. So I would say, listen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then see how, what you have been gifted with, because we're all very uniquely wired, um, mm-hmm. how you can fill that need and just, I would say, go for it. Even though I know it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody I sent the email to decided to join the mm-hmm. group. Um, And at first I was like, oh man, like that's kind of embarrassing, but it actually worked out wonderful. Like the people that were supposed to be there were there and, um, just be consistent, you know, keep trying or keep showing up to that group that you might not feel like is going anywhere. I mean, for the longest time we had to meet over zoom Mm -hmm. and sometimes zoom fatigue was a real thing, Mm -hmm. but yet we still showed up on Wednesdays. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would say, listen,
0: see if you can fill the need and be consistent. That's really good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about this. I think this is just something that is so needed, Mm -hmm. especially as we've been so segregated, you know. And look, if you need to find ways to connect to OBS or if you want to, you know, try to start your own thing, think and ask, like Kendra said, pray about it. Mm -hmm. What are the ways? Because you're not supposed to do life alone. Right. I know we think we can, but we're not made for it. Right. You're not made. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Kendra. I think this is such an important topic. If people want to connect with you further, yeah. where can they find you? Okay, so I'm really only in one
1: place. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. And so you can search Kendra Lynn with two N's Legrand, which is there. Are there show notes that you can yes, find that right in? Yes. Okay, so you just look in the show notes and you'll find it. Yes, Kendra Lynn Legrand.
0: Right there. So you can go <laughs> follow her. And she has an amazing... Series that she does. <laughs> and you need to just go to her page and find it. I'm not going to even tell you about it. It's amazing. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> oh, that's great, Ashley. So fun, everybody. Okay, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Well, I hope that encouraged you today and that you can take some of those things away and apply it to your own situation. If you enjoyed listening today, we would love it if you would share and rate the podcast. That helps so much. And if you want to take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share it on your Instagram stories and tag called to build or meet ashley.morgan.jackson, we will be able to see those and share those out as well. We thank you so much for listening and for your support, and we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening.